Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Beautiful and Bothered with me, Johnny Ross. Kevin's back. Surprise, bitch. I had to have Kevin back. We had so much fun last week. This week, I texted him yesterday, and I was like, listen, we need to talk about the best and the worst celebrity makeup brands, the best and the worst drugstore brands, the best and the worst makeup artists slash influencer brands. And then I think we're gonna end with our number one desert island, if we could only use one makeup brand for the rest of our life, and the number one most rotted, hated, awful brand ever, which is, those are gonna be two very hard things to pick. Um, no, won't. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not, not for Kevin. I think I can pick my number one favorite brand, like use one for the rest of my life easier. And that's more difficult to me. And no, then the, the brands that are like rotted, hated, I'm like, I have three. We're yes. gonna start with the celebrity makeup brand conversation first, which yes. is a much more crazy conversation because it's controversial, I feel like. Too well, many people have brands. Everybody does, Brad Pitt. Oh, Machine Gun Kelly. I know. Everybody, everybody is involved that has skincare, makeup, Vanessa Hudgens. Like, you go. <gasps> Vanessa Hudgens? Yeah. I'm so into voguing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? I didn't know she had a brand. She has, it was on Trend Mood, and I think it was like a month or so ago that she announced she has like a skincare line, yeah. and it was like jarring to me. First that, of all, we need to acknowledge that we're serving Glinda and Alphaba. <gasps> we, if you're not. Cosmo watching, and Wanda, you're not <gasps> slick. Cosmo and Wanda! <laughs> you're not slick. If you're not watching the video podcast, Podcast, Kevin and I are serving two jackets that black undershirts with jackets that are full Cosmo and Wanda. Oh, that is an even better description. I love God. that. And I feel like more celebrities are coming out with skincare brands. Like, doesn't Scarlett Johansson just come out with something too? Yeah, called The Outset. And it's like at Sephora, I think exclusively. Skincare. And yeah. And it's. You but, know what's funny to me about that? That screams, I don't know what I'm doing. And a lab has pre made formulas. So I'm going to slap my name on it. Have you seen the product? No. It entails. It is the most basic, I, like, I almost borderline, like, Walmart looking. No. It's like all white packaging with, like, blue writing and, like, no shade. Like, not that she's yeah. going to listen or hear this. Yeah. Sorry, Scarlett. Yeah, oh my God. Don't be sorry. mad at us. But like, it's the most like basic like cleanser, moisturizer, serum, eye cream. And that's, yes. it's like four products and it's horrible. Like, like when uh, I, Alicia Keys. Sit down. It's the new fragrance. We were talking about this because it's like, I don't think people realize how cheap it is to make skincare and makeup. The markup is so big that it's the new, that's why like, you know, back in the early 2000s, 90s, you had your every celebrity, Britney Spears came out with 50 fragrances because it's such an easy way to make money because it costs nothing. But I will say though, there were some celebrity fragrances that came out like Gaga fame. Yes. The whole advertising of that, like I remember watching those commercials of hearing Shiza come on yes. as the background in that dirty born this way era. Yeah. That was like, hot like that yeah. was that fragrance campaign was everything even, even the bottle of gaga <gasps> now i give gaga credit like that because if it if she is going into something that's an easy money maker she, yeah. she unlike most people put a lot of time into this stuff she could control which was the okay. packaging the advertising the experience around this thing but it's painful now like even the guys it's like harry styles coming out with what under polish. eye cream and nail polish that was like fucking 40 dollars a bottle like I, it's just ridiculous and it's it's honestly at this point it's a cash grab too because if yes. you look at somebody like Kourtney Kardashian and all of them obviously starting with Kim K and now yeah. she like is redesigning this makeup line and I just like don't understand like let it go I know but now look at Courtney's husband that he has a skincare line Travis Barker has a skincare line <sighs> 
Why is it like that everybody and their mother I know. this year and last felt the need to be, be like, oh, let's money. Let's come out with a line. Money. Everybody is asking me about my skin. Which yeah. Travis Barker, God right. bless him. I didn't know the tattoos or whatever, the whole look, but the face in general looks like a weathered handbag. I don't want what you're having to offer skincare wise. You just discovered skincare at 45. That yeah, doesn't because give you of the Courtney. Yeah, it doesn't give you the authority <laughs> to come out with a line. It really is a big cash grab and it just drives me insane. So I guess that brings us to top two celebrity makeup lines. So my number two is Give from Gwen Stefani. Really? I yeah. was not expecting that. Why? Yeah. So I will say at first, like when I first saw the initial launch of the red lipstick and mm -hmm. the whole, oh no, this is the original me. And yeah. I was like, oh God, like gag me. Stop. Yes. As I started to see like newer launches, like even just like trickling in and the newest ones coming out, like these like cream eyeshadow paints and mm -hmm. the performance of the product specifically, I'm in love. Really? I think it is her brand and like you can tell that she's heavily involved. There's a lot of personality in it. And it's it's her. It's yeah. I mean down to the shade names tying back to their career and everything I always think is so smart. Yeah. I mean there are certain products that I'm like alright this needs some work. Yeah. But like your focus of like the lip product category specifically is mm -hmm. A performs well. B the colors are just like they make sense for her yeah the overall aesthetic of the brand i wow love. that is so interesting i really have to try them more because i think they did send me a couple lip products and then they just sent me the mascara which i've heard is like incredible i haven't tried it yet yeah i am dying like yeah. she's putting out product that i think she earnestly is interested and has always loved and whoever her artist is i'm honestly not sure yeah. but i think they're just tying it back to what she's always been about like you're saying mm -hmm. her identity is like yeah. fully reflective of the brand totally i love it okay my number two it's about face by halsey <gasps> anything i've tried first of all the eye paints the liquid sh eyeshadows i guess mm -hmm. you could say okay so this was funny i she sent me all of them and a lot of the ones had the glitter ones in them mm -hmm. i hadn't tried them and to be honest with you i was like a little bit of a snob and i was like i'm not gonna like this whatever so i gave a lot of them away and then i had kept when i was organizing things I had a lot of the matte ones and I used it for like shits and giggles one day and I was like kicking myself in the ass that I gave away I mean I still would have like given away tons but that I didn't at least keep one of the shimmer formulas because I haven't tried the shimmer formula but the matte eye paints are breathtaking really breathtaking full coverage beautiful don't crease such a beautiful formula the lips that almost have the same packaging the like whipped almost like that old like we talked about the burberry velvet lip it doesn't dry down and crack so she has like stick shadows and eyeliners and even though the brand is still very small and you could tell she's like figuring herself out it's the same thing with the gwen stefani where i appreciate even if she has missteps she's taking chances there she's taking big swings with very unique, innovative, different, mm -hmm. fun things that it's not just, like we're saying, Alicia Keys and Scarlett Johansson slapping their names on a generic moisturizer bottle that some lab had ready to go. And so far, everything I've tried from About Face, I like really love. Let's pretend it wasn't by Halsey. I would like drive to the store and want to try other things from the brand. And it's intriguing too, the packaging. You could tell that they exactly. spend time like, let's make this make sense of mm -hmm. like the whole brand. Like let's make sure it's cohesive. Has an identity. It, yeah. And 
And yeah. I think it's beautiful that you could tell this wasn't like some cookie cutter staple packaging that they had in a yeah. lab that you could tell they took their time and said, mm -hmm. what do you want? How do we want this to look? And yeah. it's great. You know what's funny? It almost reminds me of, so fun fact. So as you know, Kevin and I have been friends for eight, nine years at this point. You remember when we sat down and we were really talking about like if we had a brand mm -hmm. and we designed stuff, Kevin and I had a lot of ideas as far as like we were maybe even going to go back to, which I mentioned on the Aaron Parsons podcast, vintage packaging and inspired by vintage stuff. Or our other direction was very art focused, almost like paint supply, kind of like very yes. that way. And yeah. Halsey gives me that vibe. It's very artistic, 100%. artsy, color play, creativity. But professional it's, But too. professional. Like it's not I very, can yeah. have that in my kit and not feel like I have this weird product that people would yeah. like second guess be like, what is that in your kit? Yes. I you, feel like it could be very professional too for yeah. a makeup artist. You know, it's a good packaging and just vibe mm -hmm. of it when like you pull it out and just by the look of it, like those eye paints, everything, someone would look at it and be like, what is that? Because it's so intriguing. The way the colors reflect the outside and has that like soft matte rubbery outside yeah. with it's just that I give her a lot of credit. I yeah. really enjoy it. All right. What's your number so one? My number one. And it's okay. So it's interesting. My number one is something that it goes back to even the old mm -hmm. version of it. And I mm. will talk about that too is house labs. Mm -hmm. I love like the whole again identity of it. I yeah. love that it's very much what she wanted. Yes. This is how it's going. And I think now that where the brand is going now with this yes. rebrand is very much more more like there's a cohesive thought. Yeah. But I feel like when this rebrand happened, it almost went a little bit too far away from her original image. We of were like, nervous. Remember well, we were texting about it? I, with those paints, I said, I swear to God, if they are multi-use crayons, I'm going I to know. burn down I know. every it, Sephora that was, has house labs in it. It was giving, like, the initial promo campaigns, especially going from the very 2011 Gaga, the black, the, yeah. the studs, yep. the whatever. And then it went to this, like, eco-green women with, like, just green slapped eye paints on. That's, like, we like, sheer. Sheer! And we were, like, sheer, this, it was green. giving, like, clean. And I, we were nervous. And this is where I have a problem with the rebrand too. And it's not like this big deal. Yeah. But like, have you noticed the shade names of like the lipsticks and the shade names of like everything? No. Remember in like the original Le Monster lip crayons? Yes. In the black packaging with the little like color tip. Yeah. I was like, oh, I love this aesthetic mm -hmm. of the packaging. A, the packaging is much different too, which I'm not like crazy about. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all, it's serviceable. Yeah. But the names were more her. Yes. It was like, one was called like 1980. The other, like this hot pink was called Hot Rod. Mm. And you could tell she was a little more involved in the shade names of everything, where it was more tied, again, kind yeah. of like a give, where it was tied yeah. to her career. And this, you're saying this is a new, the, well, no, the this is the old. Oh, okay. Where the new one is called like Peach Matte. Rose oh, okay. And it's very much, I feel like, geared towards the average consumer, which no shade. The general public, like, yeah. But like, what about the Gaga stands that have I been know. here that have been praying for this makeup line? And then when it came out, I was yeah. like, oh my God. I mean, some of the original products were like hit or miss. Yeah. But now I feel like it's geared so much to the consumer where I'm like, okay, but your shade names used to be so like involved with your career. Uh -huh. And now it's like peach matte, rose yeah. matte, mauve. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh my. And it's no joke. That's what they're called. And yeah. it's just a little disappointing when I saw it I was like great they perform great but then also some of the shades like the neon pinks and everything yeah. now that it's clean yeah you know you lose that kind of essence of gaga and yeah. there's no liquid liner I, I mean know. it's probably coming but it's like yeah that was one of your hits yeah and now so this is what makes it your favorite <laughs> 
just <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say why I do. I mean, obviously, I love Gaga, but yeah, I yeah. mean, I do love the product that she has now. I'm just waiting for those I know favorites to come back. Exactly. My feeling on House Labs <laughs> is yeah. This yeah. is why I'm you, like, what's your number one? Love it. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> this is, is my it? number one. It sounds um, like the names you're are digging shit, the grave. The colors are shit. Like, yeah. No, I know what you mean. And my my feeling on the rebrand is I have to give this was an impressive rebrand. I don't think anybody has taken such a big swing. This was a big gamble to launch with that initial thing, mm. Amazon exclusive, and then to do such a thing, go in Sephora, have such an identity shift. And you know what it is? Oh I give God. her, I think this was the right way of doing it because I, believe it or not, I think a lot of people make the mistake of launching a brand that is too linked with their identity and it's too niche. It's only for the Gaga fans, which I mm. feel like that was what the first one was. Now she has hit this mass consumer where even the formulas are different or improved and the whole identity and mm. aesthetic of the brand is improved. It really is everything from the brand so amazing then she can start to come out with the niche. She has established House Labs as a true contender. Then she can start coming out with the niche Born This Way palette and like stuff like that for the people. I but when you start to niche, so. it's hard to grow. And I think that was the mistake in the first place. So I give her a lot of credit for yeah. the rebrand was so successful. And now I feel like even too, like the formula is more consistent Yes, and, and innovative. Was, and, and she really is, like like we're saying with Halsey and everything, they're yeah. pushing the boundary. Yeah, and I love that too. I love that they are, I feel like it's not playing it safe anymore with like the atomic shake, mm -hmm. like the lip lacquers and the blushes yes. too. Like I feel like there's actual yeah. real, and I mean Sarah Tano, who's her makeup yeah. artist, I feel like she's very involved too, that she is a makeup artist and she is testing it. Yeah. So if things aren't working, there is somebody that yeah. is like their global artist, I'm yes. sure, and is just on scene and being like, no, this doesn't work. This yeah. doesn't really perform well. So there is that advantage too, which totally. is totally. And I feel like we need to mention as well, because I know people are probably going to yell at us for not mentioning <laughs> it. So the reason I didn't include Fenty is because to me, Fenty has been around for so long and has done so well. She is a celebrity, but I don't consider her someone in this new wave of celebrity makeup brands because she has oh, done, she has graduated. She's a urban decay. She's an old, she's part of the old guard. Yeah. Because it launched in what? 2017, 2018. 18, and I mean, yeah. the rise to fame that that brand had. But I will say, one of the big reasons why, and I'm sure people are going to hate me for <laughs> this, I feel like the identity that that brand had before with the colorful matte lipsticks, mm -hmm. and there was more of like this Rihanna edge to it. And yeah. I feel like now they're kind of losing it. Go into these makeup brands and look at how many nudes, reds, browns, and no other colors really for lipstick options. You're totally right. And then you start to see that all of these brands cater to this mass general public of like it's what the TikTok you want. Thing. But it's we said just it last sad. week. I think the the identity when we were at Sephora, when I was there with you years ago, the 2016, 2017, it was the era where people were so much more artistic and daring, where yeah. Urban Decay was coming out with purple lipsticks. And you yeah. know what I mean? They were dark green. They were taking big swings because people yeah. were playing more. Now we're in this TikTok era where everybody is doing the glowy foundation, the if I I don't even know what cloud skin means. If I'm so tired of is that a real thing? Bullshit. Yeah, which basically it just means soft matte foundation. It's just bullshit Goodbye. work. But look, it's all these, it's just beige, 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 nude lip, red lip. Go back and listen to my interview with Robert Welsh. He literally said brilliantly that makeup brands are more influenced by influencers than their followers are. And that's exactly what's happening. It these is. influencers, 100%. if these big influencers do certain things and, and the style they define is what the makeup brands 
come out with. Yeah. Whether the consumer wants it or not. Well, and you always said this too, when we worked together, we would see like a new palette come out that had like all these beautiful colors and like neutrals as well and whatever. Yeah. And then the campaign images on like the side of the gondola would be the most basic. The brown. And you were like, you had this palette and this is what you did with it. I know. But I feel like this has always been the problem. And now you go into any of these new launches and people, I feel like now people are getting more excited by seeing more color get I hope introduced. We swing back. Because it's boring. It's boring. It's really boring. And I feel like it, that's where, going back to the Fenty issue that I have with it, is that the lipsticks used to be so colorful and the, the formula was amazing. And I know so many people yeah. that loved that matte lipstick in mm -hmm. that small like tube. And now that this line came out, I'm like, okay, I love, this is great, but, and don't get me wrong, I love a nude. Give yeah. me like a cool tone, the lightest beige nude, and I'm into it. Yes. But give yeah, me yeah. everything else in between. Let's play, yeah, let's Where play. Where is the option for the consumers that want to play? I, I understand that. I love a good red and I love a good nude and I love a good brown lit, but where's everything else? I know, I It's know. boring. That being said, my number one brand. <laughs> oh God. My, my number one brand, I gotta give it to Rare Beauty. <gasps> I love, yes. I am so impressed with Selena Gomez and there's things around this. Okay, so A, the entire launch of this since the beginning had the same first time up to the plate Grand Slam hit like Rihanna Fenty Beauty. She did the same thing. It mm -hmm. wasn't this fumbled house labs like, oopsie, I don't know my identity. And it was right out of the gate. And then on top of it, I think she committed to that messaging of natural inclusivity, confidence, loving yourself, self-esteem, where even the shade names reflect that. And because it's her, it doesn't feel pandering. It doesn't feel fake. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if Scarlett Johansson came out with a line and, and, and every, well, which she did, but I mean, <laughs> if, if she all of a sudden started calling her lipsticks, like, courage, bravery. I'd be like, girl, like you've never shown this side of yourself. What do you never, mean? Like never. where Selena Gomez, this has been has her been message from the vulnerable. beginning. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah. Other than her eyeshadows, I genuinely don't think I've ever tried something from Rare Beauty that I didn't love. It is just such a solid, beautiful brand for like an everyday consumer. And again, same uh, juxtaposition of uh, Fenty Beauty, where she started with the artistic and now oh, she's yeah. going basic. And Gaga like now started super edgy and then now went basic, but then has little artistic flares. But then you have Halsey who committed right to the artistic. Yeah, yeah. Selena Gomez committed right to the natural aesthetic. She committed right to that beautiful, natural everyday. I will even argue that is that those liquid blushes, I thought they were gonna be sheer washes yeah. of color. I put on that, I bought the, the bright the pink quality. Lucky. Exactly. I remember sitting in my room that I didn't even try these in store yet when I was still there. I just remember taking some and I put yeah. three heavy dots of this neon pink blush, Lucky. I remember trying to blend it out and it was full coverage I pink. I know. I walked into my mom's room and I was like, <laughs> what have I done? And she was like, what is that? Yeah. She was like, maybe a little less. I know. And I was just like, this Everything, is incredible. Man. I mean, Ugh. she puts out Quality. That under eye luminous thing <gasps> to die for. It's almost like a color corrector brightener yep. in one. It just she just yeah, every and those, single thing. The those, highlighters. The highlighters are unreal. Huge. I bought them all. Unreal. I bought I them know. all. I was like, I need these. I'm really excited because I know she has the sticks. 
the contour bronzing sticks. I think she's coming out with more shades. She just did. I tried yeah. it. That's the only thing. I loved it. I think the formula's to die for. It was a little too red-based mm. for me, which I might, maybe I could just try a different one. But I say that to say I'm excited for her to come out with powder bronzers. I think she's going to I'm waiting it. for it. Yes. Does she even have powder blushes? No, not, I don't. She has like the melting blushes she that are a lot like of a powders. Now that no, I think she about only it. and the loose powder that she has has she's like a, a little more powder. shimmer to it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I know. Yeah, she's because she's killed her liquid. So let's see where she goes with the powder. I know, but I am absolutely obsessed. Rare Beauty was my number three, and that's where I was I like know. torn where to put it. I use Rare Beauty every single day I know. in There's some capacity. 100%. I use it every time I do. Oh, the pore diffusing primer. She's <gasps> to die for. I put so much of it even in my kit as oh, I used it more and same. more. I have both primers in my kit right now. I, I love know. it. Even, like I said, the messaging around it. I just love her and the brand. I think she's doing so well. Amazing. Yeah. And I love that she is getting all of the attention that she deserves. Like, totally. Really, it is skyrocketing and for the right reasons. Good for you. Good for you, Selena. Alrighty, guys. Now we're going to talk about our favorite cruelty-free brands. Yep. And our favorite drugstore brands. Okay. Okay. You want to start it off cruelty-free? So, yep. So I'm going to go my number three. First one, one size. <gasps> okay. Amazing. I, I mean, yeah. need I say more? I think everybody knows the makeup remover. Yes. And the matte setting spray. I've almost grabbed the wrong one. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> and I love them. <gasps> yes. Literally. Could you imagine? Yes. Yeah, the oil they, when you think it's a setting spray. They made a joke about that too. One size made like a TikTok yes. or something. It was like when you grab your makeup remover instead of your setting spray. I've yeah. literally almost done that multiple times. I have to say while we're on the topic of that, makeup brands stop doing setting sprays in the aerosol can. Oh. I hate it. Oh, I like really? even yeah. You remember the Morphe one and a whole night like oh, I sh- even my sure. one size after a certain amount of time the clogged. nozzle gets clogged. It doesn't spray evenly. Mm. Give me a push pump setting spray. I always have problems with aerosol setting sprays. Well, ironic though, the one size luminous one that's like a yes. pump clogs. Really clogs yeah. for me. And I, if you have to shake it up, whatever, I literally poured it into a different spray bottle from like Harmon's and I like know. make it work. Why I, is that still such a challenge for pe- brands? These I don't, like sprayers. I don't know. And it's like one size. I'm so sorry. I love you, but my God. Okay. Yeah. But no, I. Agree but it's with great. You. Everything Their else products from are phenomenal. Love yes. It. Who's your number three? Hourglass. Really? I love Hourglass. So I know it's an expensive brand, but, but and that's, that's why brand. I'm making them number three. The liquids they've come out with, I love. Foundations, the concealer, uh, the powders, the ambient lighting powders. Even the bronzers, blushes. Oh, yeah. for mature skin, those yeah. powders are to die for. That translucent powder. Oh, beautiful. it's breathtaking. Oh, the Tide. new new lipsticks we just bought, people. If you want a nude lipstick, Tide Hourglass and to Oasis. die for. And Oasis has a little bit more of a pinky tone to it. Oh yeah. And a brand like that for them to be cruelty free is shocking. Yes. You know what, what I mean by that? Because yeah. a lot of brands like that don't give a shit. 100. And yeah. they're actually going, I think they're going full vegan by mm. 2024, 25. Nice. Like I was talking to one of the brand representatives and I just love that the whole brand is like, they're really standing behind that too, which is beautiful. Yes. They're red lipstick iconic or like icon or whatever it's called. Yeah. They made it fully without Carmine. Wow. So it's really yeah. great that now it's vegan. Yeah. So it's really I, nice. I love them. Yeah. I love Hourglass. Yeah. All right. What's number my two? number two is ColourPop. <gasps> That's my number two. Oh my, like I literally think that, again, somebody that pumps out product that just makes sense. Yes. Always works. Yes. For the most part. And for the <laughs> most part. <laughs> uh, the staple line this, works. Well. Which if they didn't have such a good core line obviously the super shock shadows the eyeshadows the tinted moisturizer those 
pressed powders. Pressed pretty foundation fresh powders, powders. To die for. I have it in four colors and I, I will do my, I will set my entire face with those. And I look airbrush yes if you want to do it for the one size powder that everybody loves the color pop powders and they're refillable too which i also love completely recyclable packaging you can I pop love out that. the pan and I then love like it. just replace the pan i think you probably get them on color pop only yeah. they're not at ulta yeah but like incredible yes we talked about it the other day my ding with color pop is they need to calm down they come out with a new launch every five every... seconds and it's muppets avatar it's too much no and like cartoon avatar not like the blue people avatar yes, yes. it's like it's just these collections that i'm like Rugrats. okay like this is like, like yeah. it's like okay like cute 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 but like just because you can make and i get it like ColourPop gets a lot of credit i didn't realize how much they really revolutionized the makeup industry they were really one of the first brands to buy their own lab in so the cosmetics were exactly cost, so they cut and they much, cut yeah. out eight steps in the process so yeah, which I, think, I do love i think ColourPop from conception to shelf can be like two weeks, which is insanity. That's because what? they own everything. They own you, the whole lab. And for people that don't know too, cosmetics, like manufacturing, like let's say like you or I did a collab with a brand, that will be a year and a half oh from God. now that it'll hit shelves. One hundred percent. And that's minimal time. I know. Which so a lot of people had insane. to switch to that model with of like the ColourPop model because again, influenced by influencers, they like if, if you take two years to make something, you it's won't. It's going to be irrelevant by the time it comes out and exactly. then it's like, okay, well, this has been done three other times by yeah. another brand if it leaks and it's a mess. So that's my thing with ColourPop is just because you can doesn't mean you, you should. should. <laughs> yeah. Leave it alone. Yes. Number one. My number one, Trixie Cosmetics. <gasps> I love that. It is my number one one wow. like and it was actually going to be one of my for like celebrity brands yes but i have to say all around what a wonderful brand Love every that. brand should be cruelty free in 2023 what's the difficulty cut the shit yes well it's a money thing if they're not at this point yeah no but honestly what an incredible brand too in so many different ways that i hands down yeah such a great brand yeah I? my number one i gotta go with elf <gasps> Yeah. Just because of the availability for them to be cruelty free, they obviously can because they make money hand over fist, but they are selling their products. They're not doing such a heavy markup. So their profit margin isn't going to be as big as other brands, yeah. but I love the accessibility they give people who can't oh. afford crazy things. Yeah. Like going it's, to Old Navy and seeing their makeup. Exactly. Is like, that's you what will I mean. find it. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. And it's so amazing. Like, if you run out, it's not like you're like, I have to go to this one store. Yeah. You will find that in so many different places, too. And it's, yeah. you know, it's the same product. Yeah. Same formula. Yeah. And it's consistent. The brushes. <gasps> Elf brushes. The I will unreal. give it to them. They have upgraded so so Amazing. much since like its conception. I remember yeah. when the white handles that were a yes. dollar. I mean, my God, rest in peace. 100%. As it should. What yeah. an amazing brand though. I know. They've come a long The beauty sponges. Way. I love the concealer one that's like the tan thing. The camo concealer sponge. <gasps> oh my God. Everything is to die for. Have the primers? Yeah. With the oh niacinamide. my the, God. The oh, gripping the gripping. Primer. Jesus. The gripping with the niacinamide. They and just now, got Jennifer all Coolidge that. to do the Super Bowl commercial. Oh my God. Yeah. And that it was like how sticky it was. And now yeah. the challenge everyone on TikTok where yeah. people are literally sticking, sticking brushes to their face. And it works. I'm like, I'm floored. And so there is an element of innovation to them too, yeah. which I guess brings us into favorite drugstore brands. Let's do top two favorite drugstore brands and okay. bottom two drugstore brands. So drugstore. my top two, I'll just give you both right yeah. now, Wet n Wild and NYX. Amazing. And mine, okay, I'm not going to say Elf because I just included it. It's up, it's, it is. Yeah. But I would say NYX was also on my list, but I'm going to say Milani. <gasps> 
And that was a contender for me too. I I'm gonna consider it drugstore. It's a little bit more like like a little bit higher. Juvie's place. And I know it's only at Ulta. It's not really drugstore, oh, like okay. CVS, et cetera. I think it really is only that. But I, it is on the drugstore side when you go into Ulta. It's on Ulta, the drugstore side of Ulta. Which, hello. They're incredible. Like, if you've never tried anything from Juvie's, Juvie's Place. Place. The go. concealer is Run. unreal. It's unbelievable. I, uh, that the, new foundation? Exactly. Too glowy for me, but it's to die for. I do love it. The on foundation the, yeah, you powders. Set, so blurring and beautiful. Amazing. Any the lip new products. Glosses, the glosses. Glosses. The new ones. From that like, coffee collection. Or, uh, oh my God. The eyeshadows. The blushes. The duos. Erotic. So good. I have the, the double pink one. Yes. If they did start to migrate into like a Harman CVS Walgreens, I think they would get more commercial. Oh, rest in peace Harmons. I know. Is that oh they're God. going out of business, right? Well, everywhere in New Jersey, they've closed all their locations. And I think countrywide, like nationwide, I think they're going to be closing all of them. Yeah. It's like mm. sl a slow progression. They went downhill, though, even after they rebranded to face value. Oh, my God. It's like, so sad. I used to love going there. They always had the section with the what's new. I felt at home shopping there. I agree. Like, it was very much It was much Walmart like without the threat to my safety. <laughs> You know what I mean? It was without the junky feeling. And there's beautiful Walmarts and whatever the case yeah. is. And the cosmetic Horrible. section is just not maintained. It's a little junky, depending on which Walmart you go in. And I always felt like Harmon was almost like just the cosmetic section of Walmart with the yeah. prices and clean and organized. And yeah. Oh, and then Milani. Unreal. Oh, yeah. 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 Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I don't even think, honestly, anything needs to be said about it because it who hasn't tried Milani anything from Milani? speaks for itself. Yeah. I feel like at this point, like a lot of people didn't try a lot, but they're really stepping it up with like the contours, the color yes. correction. Amazing. Yes. And then I have two, my one's worst eight. drugstore. Oh my God. Okay. I have So my one. two, while you think about it, and for different reasons, Essence and <laughs> Catrice. <gasps> what happened? Catrice had a heyday. They had such good shit. That I actually have mentally blocked out. Do you remember what the happens? color corrector? Yes, the, the to die for. And discontinued. The underwide, yeah, the, the pot. The pink brightener. Camo something. It was the camo. camo corrector. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Incredible, Incredible product. One of the most fantastic color correctors on the market. And of course, discontinued because, hey, they, it was great. Let's get rid of it. They came out with that true skin foundation. With three shades. Three shades. Never expanded it. Even though they had such a massive viral moment. It, it was, was fair, um, light, and fair, light. Light. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fair light and light fair. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like, oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. And I was like looking for the other shades. And I said, oh, good, it's three shades of light beige. Yeah. Why am I sitting like this? Oh my god. Who that am I? <laughs> Let's this talk is... about makeup. Ew. <laughs> I need to sit more demure. Who am I? They never took advantage of that, like, the, the virality they had and, like, it reinvested in. And then they started pulling out of Ulta. They barely have a section in some now. And they just, like, went downhill. I actually forgot about that brand. And you yeah. know what? Because you know what I was thinking, too? Ulta Beauty and, like, Sephora Collection, I feel like, like they've come a long way. And I will say the Ulta Beauty brushes... Hands to up. die for. Amazing. The they, Ulta Beauty Number no. 12 Foundation Brush. They duped the 47 from Sephora, Sephora collection. collection, which they need to calm down with those prices. $30 for a foundation brush. And when I worked there, I was like, but it is good quality. They gave me a whole set of those brushes when I was ambassador for the brand. Yeah. And I added it all up. If I bought all of these, it was like over five or $600 oh, for it's brushes. Insanity. And I was like, who do you think you are? I know. Yes, you need the tools to survive. Yeah. And like do makeup, but at what cost? Literally. So you guys have seen me use the Ulta Number no. 12 foundation brush 50,000 times. It's, it's like amazing. the bevel. It's unreal. What is it? 
fifteen dollars, sixteen dollars. I think it's sixteen because I just bought another one. Yeah, I haven't talked about this yet, but I just went on my first brand trip with Benefit Cosmetics a couple uh, weeks ago, and I pack everything. I get it ready. I make sure I have all my makeup, and it's a different than packing going normal because I have to have multiple looks for like creative, yes. colorful, whatever. Yeah. I pack everything. I'm so proud of myself. I oh, got your everything makeup, down. You're all my makeup, got oh, everything oh, oh, down. Oh, whatever. Oh. I walk to Sephora, mind you, because I needed to buy hairspray. So I walk 12 minutes to a Sephora, come all the way back. I have an hour and a half to get ready before the first night event. I open up my thing. I'm like, oh, I never have an hour and a half. This is amazing. I look in the mirror. I open my bag. I have no makeup brushes. I forgot all my makeup brushes. I think I would have dropped dead right there. When I tell you my other friend who was on the trip, Christine, I was texting her and I'm like, I have no fucking brushes. I'm like, what am I going to do? And panicking, she's like, I'll go get you something, like panicking, running out, and whatever. I did my makeup, and I'm going to insert a photo of this. I did my entire makeup with, thank God, I had one beauty blender, one triangle powder puff. Benefit gave us one kabuki travel From powder the brush. Yeah. Those three, I did my entire face, and we're talking full beat glam. I had no eyebrow Eye pencil. Eyeshadow and all? Yes, because I brought the About Face Halsey Liquid Shadows, which I could swipe on and blend out with my beauty blender. Thank God I brought the liquid. Then I brought the Moira Cosmetics Liquid Eyeshadow, so I could just paint a graphic with the shimmer. Mm. And then I brought gems, so I put the gems on around to kind of hide the not super clean edge, but you couldn't see because of the gems. So that was my eyes. Face, I could do mostly Beauty Blender. Thank God I had the Triangle Puff and the brush. But my brows, I had no brow pencil. I only brought brow powder. Ironic that you're on the benefit. I know. And they didn't give us any brow products because it was the skincare. And then everyone there is going to be looking at your brows. My brows. Yeah. So what did I do? I took my brow powder like an Amish woman. I took my lash scissors and the handles of the lash scissors are so thin. I wrapped toilet paper around my scissors, dipped the edge in the brow powder, and I was painting it on filling my brows with the powder with a tissue using my scissors as what was as like gripping it and putting it on. Yeah. And if anybody ever says that gays aren't creative. I'm telling, insert Jennifer Coolidge audio. Gays just know how to do stuff. To like, MacGyver a brow applicator yeah. out of scissors and Literally, I felt like a woman in prison using like lollipops as lipstick. Like I That's was panicking. I'm like, what am I going to do? Oh, but the point of the story was the next day I went to Sephora to get brushes oh, for right, night two. Right. It was my birthday and I was on the phone with my best friend and I'm I'm walking through Sephora and I bought four brushes, $95 for four brushes. I believe it. It's too much. Their brushes are too much. But Sephora Collection, their private label is much better. They're a great brand as far as finding makeups for a collection. Compared to Ulta's makeup, they don't have as many hits, but Ulta brushes are better. Price point wise. Price point wise are better. But even quality wise, I would say they're about the same. There's no difference. And the brushes from Ulta are half the price, which I think is just absurd. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this in the last podcast too. The markup on cosmetics. Is insane. And especially brushes. Yeah, get out of here. Like they don't cost Sephora that much to make. Get out. Speaking of drugstore, because we didn't really include online only, I got to include Moira Cosmetics. Ooh, okay. Like, online only. I've never tried anything. Oh, my God. Anything. The liquid glitter eyeshadows. The I saw you review that, like, a long time <gasps> ago, too. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, that's stunning. Absolutely to die for. 
All right, now we're gonna talk about our favorite and least favorite makeup artist brands. So Makeup by Mario's, your makeup artist turned brand owner, which could be influencer makeup artist turned brand owner. We also wanna include worst celebrity makeup brand because we forgot to do that in the celebrity section. Yeah. And then we're gonna do our number one, only one brand for the rest of your life, what would it be? And then mm -hmm. the most gutted, rotted, worst makeup brand of all time. So let's start with favorites makeup artist brand. So I will argue for this one again. I have two that I'm kind of teetering, but my number one that I keep going back to, Trixie. Yeah. Trixie Cosmetics. Yeah. She was a makeup artist at MAC for so long. And I think mm -hmm. that's what gives her the edge of like, she knows what she wants. She knows yeah. what she's doing. And I was torn between that and Makeup by Mario. So I'm going to say quick too, because we already mentioned it. My, one of mine is one size. Oh I mean, Patrick God. Star is incredible. Yeah. Hello. Again, wow. you can just tell how I love makeup artist own brands because you can just tell they know the industry. Yep. They understand the formulation. They're not just Jennifer Lopez going into a lab saying, okay, I like this mascara pre-made formula. Let me put my name on it. Don't even get me started on JLo Beauty. That's what I don't even think I've ever tried anything, but it's just, that's what I mean. You you don't just, there's to. such a difference in a makeup artist who you can tell eats, sleeps, and breathes it. What comes out with their brand. Yeah. It's beautiful. Do you have another one? I, it was Mario and Trixie. Oh, Mario. Okay. So um, Mar what about Mario? Honestly, same thing with Mario too, is that at the beginning of that career, when he was coming out with this line, a little nervous. Yes. But then when you try those formulas and you even notice that the eyeshadow palettes, you could tell they were meant for an artist. 100%. When I was going through like the training of how you use it and everything like that, he did this zoom training and there's colors in there that he formulated for the brows mm -hmm. and for every skin tone, how to sculpt the eye and how you talked about in the last episode yeah. of the podcast that when you could tell when an artist is talking about more like cutting the crease and this yeah. is how you lift the eye with yes. this shade and you could tell there it wasn't made by an artist It's made with intention. Yeah. yeah. Made by that artist for that purpose of being yeah. an artist is just amazing and it felt great to be like I could put this in my kit and use this on everybody and that's how I feel about Patrick everything yeah. has such intention how quickly he's expanded the brand to Incredible. be in, so one of the first makeup artist brands to be in Sephora he really yeah. just boom boom and then I have two more honorable mentions or whatever mm -hmm. I would also have to include Natasha Denona Oh. Unbelievable. Her eyeshadow formulas, unreal. To die for. I mean, to die they're for. expensive, but my God, are they worth it. Those palettes. Understands the assignment every time and the quality. We talked about this with like Pat McGrath too, yes. and we touched on this. There has not been an issue of quality throughout her eyeshadow expansions yep. when she has gone from smaller palettes to bigger palettes to everything. It is consistent. My other one is Hindash. So oh, if you've never heard H-I-N-D-A-S-H, uh, oh Hindash is a makeup artist and his brand is very small. He only has like a couple products, but I think they're called like sculpting stuff. You can use it as eyeshadow, blushes, contours, and then he has the gradient palettes. With like, the five different variations yes. of gradient color. He's just like starting out and he's smaller and I give him a lot of credit because I'm sure there's a lot of financial investment going on maybe, which is why he's, you know, growing a little bit smaller. But yeah, I absolutely love anything I've tried from Hindash. So speaking of struggling makeup artist brands, Pat McGrath, <laughs> let's talk about it. So we talked about the other day. Oh my God. I recently, probably in the past year, have spent about $800 on Pat McGrath because I was very late to the Mothership mm -hmm. palette trends, which if you don't know what the Mothership palettes are from Pat McGrath, it's basically these unbelievable eight, 10, 10, 10 pan eyeshadow palettes, yes. beautiful packaging. Yeah. They are $125 for one palette, but there's a mixture of mattes and then the shimmer slash these otherworldly 
alien-esque. Like diamond, diamond, blinding, yeah. never before seen bus. Another club. <laughs> another club. club. Yeah. Plane. No, Next place. Like <laughs> nobody has duped this formula. It no. is unbelievable. And then I kind of fell down the rabbit hole. I wanted to try like the under eye powder and the foundation, etc. Mm -hmm. But we had a whole conversation where she just came out with these two recent launches of Bridgerton. Star Wars. And then the Holiday Collection. The Holiday Collection. So you got that because I didn't, but speak on I it. I just, so here's my thing too, and it, oh, it pisses me off to no end when you have an amazing formula, like in her regular Mothership yeah. palettes, and then you come out with a Holiday Collection, which you could tell the pan size is different, so you're like, mm, it's not probably pressed the same. I mean, yeah. benefit of the doubt, whatever. I will say, formula, sure, it's serviceable. It's yeah. great. It's not your formula. It's not those mothership formulas. It's not the mothership formula, which it bugs me out because it almost like the the mats almost go on darker. Yes. So that you're not getting what you see. And then when you go to put it on, it doesn't translate from pan to shadow. So then I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't make sense. Yep. And then the shimmer shades are lackluster. So then I'm like, okay, but where's that quality from mothership? But also too with mothership, you're not giving us what we want all the time either because then it's like those same like cut and paste mats. I know. And it's like, we don't need that because you have these mats and other palettes give me this 100%. is an official ask yeah give me 10 pans of that formula that diamond reflective yes. formula i don't need mats yes give me i got 10 enough shades of that i yep. will pay 200 dollars. i completely agree with you i would rather pay more money i would pay 200 dollars for one 10 pan of those otherworldly unique blinding, blinding things because there is nothing yes. else like it on the market. Her holiday collection is I can't stand when brands come out with these other things and she did it with the holiday collection and the Star Wars collection which mind you the Star Wars collection she Don't. slapped that sticker on. And it was the Mothership 9 or whatever. It was a previous palette yeah. and you can look it up it's a, correct me if I'm wrong yeah. but it was a pre-made palette that was already done that people were finding that palette in TJ Maxx for $39.99. Yeah. And then now you're reselling the same palette for 128 with the Star Wars logo on it. Insane. That is a cash grab at its finest. And I expect better from Pat McGrath. Like, you're Pat McGrath. Like and the same gloss, too. It was the same yeah. name, Bronze Divinity. And it was the same thing. And it just had a Star Wars logo on the cap. I know. Lazy. Yeah. Lazy. And we were saying, too, that reduction in formula, which I don't like anyway, because you're confusing your consumers as far as the standard of your makeup. Oh. Why am I buying a holiday palette? And it is exponentially worse of a formula than the Mothership palettes. And yeah. that reduction in quality, we were saying, isn't reflected in the price. And also, too, $82 for that holiday palette. Yes, there was 24 shades or something, but $82 That's... for an eyeshadow formula? Yeah. The and then it reminded me, too, what was the other brand... Urban Decay that made that velvet powder thing and we all <gasps> the took label. off the label. Do you remember what they said that was? No. They were like, oh, we were just trying to be more eco-friendly and put, we had the old jars and we had so many of the jars made and then we were just putting that over. It was the same product. Eco-friendly, then make recyclable packaging. Word. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I like looked at you say that and I was like, yes, make fucking recyclable packaging if you want to be eco-friendly. Don't right. give me some unused jar with a sticker, a probably label. a non-recyclable sticker. <laughs> it was a velvet, velvet sticker on top of it. I'm oh like, my god, I yeah. sick to my stomach when so I went funny. home because I had it, and I remember going home and I was like, no, it was like no. Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory going to find my golden ticket. I was like, oh, you fucking liars! And it was, and, and it was, was the and it said, the, it said like the naked skin, and it yes. was velvetizer over it. I was. 
ill, yes. sick to my stomach. That's You're a multi-million dollar brand and you can't afford to get new packaging. No. And that was the point of doing this. People, everyone is ripping us off. How yep. many times that brands <laughs> pull something off the market it's the exact same formula. They put it in new packaging and calling it something different. Tarte is the king of that. It's ridiculous. It's Tarte, Too Faced. So those big heavy hitter yeah. brands that I think unfortunately get acquired by these bigger brands, umbrella companies uh -huh. like a Shiseido, like a um, yeah. Estee Lauder, uh -huh. that they almost try and like revamp something and then come out with it six months to a year later. And I'm like, you're doing the same thing. I'm gonna drink your coffee. That's okay, go for <laughs> it. No, totally. And it, it actually, it like starts to make me sick and we saw it all the time too. And I think when you work at like a big box makeup store yeah. for so long, you start to see this happen more often than it should where they pull something, like you said, and yeah. then re-promote it. They're like, now it's niacinamide. And I'm like, I know. get out. Yeah, yeah, I have a niacinamide here. Yeah. I don't need niacinamide in my lip gloss. Yeah, thank like, you. Enough. Like enough. It's, Let it that, go. That's the Let lack of innovation go. though. Yep. They don't have anything to add anymore. So right. they're just like, yeah, we're putting fairy powder in your and, But then it goes back to not listening to the consumer of what they actually want. And then you're listening to- Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Oh my Okay, God. so we talked about something the other day. Everybody calm down. I don't know if you saw this, but on TikTok, yes. Michaela basically posted that she loves the Huda powder. Who yes. doesn't? It's it is. amazing. It's, it's incredible. The Huda Beauty Baking Powder. I don't know if Cherry Blossom should be getting the hype that it does, but let's... Yes, we also talked... I just got my hands on the Pink Cherry Blossom Powder, which sells out in five seconds every it's two... It's okay. It's nothing special, people. You it's don't right. need that Cherry Blossom Powder. Your normal Huda Beauty Powder is just fine. So, Michaela posted on TikTok that she wanted a fragrance-free version of the powder because it's very totally. fragranced, and I... It completely is. agree with her because she said I think I'd want to wear it for my wedding because she didn't want to smell the fragrance yeah. the whole time like, so she she, totally. she says it whatever and she even like humbly said she was like you know whatever you don't have to take my opinion but you know I would love a fragrancy version yeah and the critique for pointing this out is at Huda so people have been asking for a fragrance free version of this powder since it launched because it is fragrance. She well, says you want perfume, she adds perfume. But she changed the foundation formula to be fragrance free. Exactly. After consumers said that they exactly. were like, so I'm, okay. So then on. Huda basically makes a video, sends it to Michaela with a new package. Michaela opens it on TikTok and it is a powder, the Easy Bake Powder. And on the lid, it says just for Michaela. And basically Huda made Michaela fragrance free powder just for her. She goes, oh my God, Michaela, don't say that you don't have any influence. Of course you do. Like basically saying, if you want a fragrance-free powder, of course I'll make you one. What about so the, fuck millions your consumers. Of, the millions of people that buy your powder and have been asking for it for fragrance-free for years and they are putting up with it. I'm yes. going to say they're going to tolerate the fragrance, but they're begging for fragrance-free. And then Michaela wants a fragrance-free powder and we have a fragrance-free powder on our door in two months. And again, none of this is directed at Michaela. Good for you, girl. Like I'm happy for you. I babe. want it too. Yeah, yeah. how it is. I mean, I'm, I'm good for her that she can use her influence in that way. And yeah. like I'm saying, my critique is at Huda that like the consumers right. have been asking you for this for how long, but now this big influencer wants it and you're you like, can yep. make it in a month, but fuck everybody else who's been asking for it forever. Right. That really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, and then, so our, I would say our struggling makeup artist brand was Pat McGrath and mm -hmm. then your least favorite makeup artist brand. YouTube makeup artist turned brand owner or even celebrity brand because we forgot to Okay, so that. I will double edge this okay. one. So my least favorite, there was a couple different ones. So I would say Item Beauty, which I think it was discontinued. What the hell is that? Addison Ray, the TikToker. I, I don't even know who she is. I could is. not pick her out of a lineup. I couldn't either. Yeah. It got discontinued yeah. literally within Good. less than a year at Sephora. And then you go to itembeauty.com. 
you it just shows like the logo on an orange screen which was like the color of it there's no products to buy so i'm like rebranding whatever mm-hmm. i'm like yeah. get out yeah. but like who were you coming out with a line and like I shame know. on sephora i know for like even buying into that but i think they learned like real quick that they yeah. were like we got to get rid of this yes because it was not moving and of all the other people that have worked like your hindash give them the space that's what i mean like a hindash or uh, and who knows if he wants to but even so like a uh, lunar beauty uh manny like it other brands in, that have worked so hard oh did he lunar beauty was luna Lunar Beauty was in Luna. Sephora. <laughs> Luna, yeah. Lunar Beauty was in Sephora. What happened? And it was like for a hot minute and I was so floored like Life's a Drag was in there. Mm-hmm. He had the strawberry palette, everything. I don't know what happened. But maybe he picture. wanted out or something. Who yeah. knows? To have Addison Ray. Again, like you said, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. And also Jacqueline. That was mine. Jacqueline. Mess. Talk about struggle. Mess. Since the launch of the lipsticks with Lipstick Gate. Is not it even hair? That is it not? The <laughs> Becca collab where the eyeshadow palettes. Got recalled before one, they hit one the One got made in one lab. One got made in another lab. So everybody orders these re- eyeshadow palettes. Were you working at Sephora when work. they got. Yes. When we. And do you remember? It was like an immediate like pull off shelf. Shelves. Like recall. But you know what? Because she claimed that she didn't know Becca used a different lab. Oh, I mean, different Becca lab. even tried to say they didn't know which. I mean rest I'm, in peace Becca. But they oh. tried to say that they didn't even know that half of the eyeshadow palettes were made in a, some other lab that was shittier quality which is why well, half of them were then, garbage and then the same thing happened to morphe yeah with those those in those smaller I versions i still have them i loved the first two morphe palettes by her the incredible. white ones were incredible oh i used the the first morphe jacqueline palette i bridal i hit pan on like almost all of it Insane. and the second one with the purples the and the pinks, yellows the reds, and the reds the oranges oh my god i think i kept that one that I, was one i have I both i refuse to get rid of them my too. first one was too disgusting oh my god so i i refuse to get rid of them yeah. because they are literally perfect but her brand yeah. as a whole what is happening. happening to this day too because when you go in you can almost tell the vibe of like i think it's about to die in ulta because you hear <laughs> it's the all slow in tj maxx i just found a bunch of the blushes at i was TJ gonna maxx. say i saw the blush in the the setting powder i know there once I know. oh my god it's so sad i just don't know why she can't get it together but, well and a lot of it i mean i'll say it is a lot of it has to do with her brand image she is messy so yeah. it feels messy. Unlike someone like a Patrick, such a great person and has always carried himself with so much dignity, never gotten in, yeah. involved in drama. Even drama was even in his proximity, he was out. So his mm. brand feels more reputable yeah. because of that. So, but so hers is just rank with yeah. <laughs> that feeling. Okay, so struggling, yes, we said it was Pat McGrath, Jacqueline. Now we're going to talk about our least favorite celebrity makeup brand. Okay. But I'm curious. Do it on three. Okay. Say what it is. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Rarium Beauty. Ariana Grande. So the I concealer actually, was the only thing that was moderate, but everything else I don't understand. I swatched it in stores, so I will never forget this. I had to do like a post or whatever and do like an honest review. Yeah. It was the eyeliner, the mascara, and the pumping lip glosses. Okay. So I remember I was putting on the eyeliner. I don't think I was even done with the one line dry. You remember my review of the lip liners? I oh, literally was and going it, around it, and wait, nothing was coming out. Wait, didn't it snap on you too? Oh, it crumbled it, whatever. But it I was like no oh, pigment out There was it. no pigment. And then same thing with the mascara. The mascara literally, talk about a letdown. I put it on. I think yeah. it just turned my lashes black. It yeah. didn't even volumize. It didn't lengthen. didn't do anything. I, I posted the lip liner review and they kicked me off the PR list. That's right, they mm-hmm. did. Because I got an email for phase four, whatever the hell she calls it, oh, which was the concealers. Right. They told me to pick concealer shades. I did. I said, thank you very much. 
Then I uploaded my phase three review, which was all the lip products and everything but the twist up lipsticks were garbage. The lip liners are horrible. I don't like liquid lipsticks. And I said it in my review and I posted it and did phase four ever come? And nope. Do you know what's crazy too is that I read reviews and it's so hit or miss because there was like a couple on Ulta, there was like a couple of reviews that I was reading because I was like, is it just me? Did I get like a bad batch? And then I started to think too, even if there was a bad batch of these eyeliners, where's your quality control? Yes, because there is also inconsistency, inconsistency within the range. So in the lip liners, the most nude, nude, perfect, fine. Anyone that had dark or rich pigment, the red, the brown, the deep mauve, garbage, but the nude was fine. So now you're saying you don't even have a consistent formula across these. They're obviously so different based on the color, which is weird. <gasps> That it was a and nightmare. former brands wasn't former brands the owner of Rem Beauty. That's what I was. That's what I was withholding saying. So Forma oh also owns God. REM Beauty. Didn't somebody else just buy it or no? I think someone had to acquire REM because I think this is a sign of REM not doing as good as maybe we think is Forma when now trimming the fat to try to stay afloat with Morphe etc. Did not renew their contract with REM Beauty. So they cut her free, and then I think someone else, I'm sure, will buy Ariane Beauty. I also hate the packaging. And this is what I was saying about the Gaga and Rare Beauty and Fenty thing, is that to me is the danger of linking your brand too much with your niche, niche, niche super fans. Because at the time, I think whatever album she had coming out also had that like spacey feel. So then she came out with the makeup brand coinciding, which had names from that album. So it's like now for the rest of your life, your makeup brand is locked is into astronaut theme because the album you released with it was astronaut themed. You're pigeonholing yourself. It has to have the rare beauty Fenty broad appeal first and then you can start doing do it, a collection just of or an album exactly it's yeah. tired now we're gonna do only can use one brand for the rest of your life yeah and the most rotted worst hate word makeup brand i'm ready yeah my number one brand i'm between two mm -hmm. but i'm gonna go with one specifically because mm -hmm. the one is not cruelty free and the other one is okay this might be a shocking anastasia beverly hills <gasps> interesting i'm um, between that and I NARS was. was my other one, but NARS isn't cruelty-free. And okay. the reason I pick both of them is because when I get asked this question, I think to myself, I'm like, okay, is there a product in every single category that I could use? Is there a foundation? Is there a powder, a bronzer, a blush, eyeshadow? Could I make it work if I could only use that brand for the yeah. rest of my life? Yeah. And on top of it, I don't even think I really let sink in until as it's forming in real time, like Wendy Williams in my head, but how much of like an advocate they've even been like always sponsoring Drag Race and like they're so involved in the oh, LGBT community. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I would say favorite brand if I could only use one brand for the rest of my life right now. Anastasia. Anastasia. I agree with that too. And I think it's not my number one, but that yeah. was something that I definitely came into play. Like if I could only use something from that brand, like it's yeah. just that one brand, Desert Island. For me, I think it's Kimchi Chic Beauty. <gasps> Wow, what a good choice. That because fucking Puff Puff Pass powder is I use it every for. day. They make <gasps> setting powders, they make foundation, they make concealer, they make lip, they make eyeshadow, they make every single product that I use on the daily. I know. The white liquid liner, You're right. the one that you dip into, doesn't crack. 
amazing. You're right. If you Her overuse concealer. it, I mean, it's such a, a beautiful a range of product. And I think Love. a lot of people like the array of product too, because it's like the contour, the blush, the highlighter, everything is so stunning yes. and beautiful. The packaging, I think people are like, oh, that looks like kids makeup. I know. Like a Trixie yep. makeup where they're just like, oh, Trixie Cosmetics always looks like, but that's what she wanted. Toy packaging with yes. pro formula. It's fun. And it's, yes. that's what kimchi chic is for me. I love that choice. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, you guys, if you follow my beauty YouTube, you oh know I've God. talked about the kimchi chic powder 50,000 times. Everyone I'm like, the, it's a kimchi chic? The rice powder. lavender. I use the yes, lavender yes, yes. ivory color under my eyes. When I tell you it, I gotta get rice. the lavender because everyone with the pink powder trend, I probably oh love it. It's yeah. beautiful because it's a pastel lavender with a touch of yellow, so it brightens in the right wow. way. And it's Beautiful. I love. Beautiful. Okay, now this one was easier for you. Oh my so you're going to go first. I have three. Okay. I um, have three, but my number one gutted, gutted rotted makeup rotted brand, brand. I will never understand. I'm so excited. Bare Minerals. <gasps> I know. I know. And people are going to be mad about that because people, if they love be Bare Minerals, mad. they love Bare Minerals. What? Talk about a cult brand. People come in and it is literally, if you use Bare Minerals, it is like a lifelong commitment. You signed the contract in blood. They and, haven't updated anything. And I will say their sister brand, Buxom, love. Yes. Yes. And I love Buxom, which is crazy. But Bare Minerals, I do not understand the philosophy. Like I've tried yeah. to use like the liquid foundation and even like the Bare Pro like press powder. And I'm just like, I had it i see it it might not even be bad i just don't care for yeah. it they had an amazing product years ago they had the invisible bronze yeah. i was using that religiously on clients myself i was shocked and yeah. floored that it was bare minerals yeah discontinued mine popping in my head the quickest tart i hate tart y'all know why too i mean i posted a video a while ago they are the most uninclusive problematic <laughs> like bullshit they haven't posted a guy on their social media in 15 years the ceo unapologetically was just like yeah my brand's for women i don't care screw everybody else but on top of it especially during our days there they have no vision they have no vision if we yeah. get one more setting powder under the sea and a foundation under the sea every 10 launches they have one thing that works and they have so if that you know what I mean? What what honestly, other than shape tape, what is the last product they've had in the past decade that anyone still no, talks and about? I will admit this, I have shape tape in my kit. You best believe if I did not spend that money. Yeah. Because I you know, I buy all this makeup with and my And nowadays money. when it runs out, you can find a dupe. I for it. will get there's elf, fifty dupes. Elf, elf camo concealer here I the come. Anastasia can have you tried the magic touch concealer? When I tell Anastasia? you, I take shades four and five under this eye, and is it is game over for these bitches. Have you tried the Juvie's Place Concealer? Love it. Unreal. Speaking Stop. of struggling brands, what is happening with Estee Lauder makeup? I love Estee Lauder makeup. I double know. wear, the double wear concealer, the whatever, and they're just like... It's no longer appreciated. No. And it's very, very sad, so it's I sad don't to think they can keep up with the trendy bullshit. Being so established, I don't feel like they need to do the trends and like, let's come out no. with this product because, you know, the whole Estee edit thing that they did <gasps> years ago with yes, Kendall Jenner horrible. was like, they did it, they learned their lesson, they backhanded themselves. 100%. They were like, never again. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's sad to see that these brands that are very established and are worth it, they just are sinking. Yeah, totally. All right, guys, that is it for another episode of Beautiful and Bothered. Please let us know what brands we discussed, your opinions on anything, what are your favorite, your least favorite, what do you hate, what do you love, because we're psychos that love to try everything and anything yes. makeup, and we would love to try your suggestions or hear your opinions on any of the topics we discussed. Thank you to Kevin for being with me again. Thank you for having me. Of course. We could talk about makeup forever, so this might be a... 
pretty regular thing because I, I love having I'm with Kevin it. on. As always, guys, thank you so much for watching, listening, wherever you are. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get them. Leave us a little five-star review. If you can, it helps very, very much. Make sure to also subscribe to the Beautiful and Bothered YouTube channel for weekly video episodes that now come out a day early on Sunday, and the podcast is available everywhere on Monday. Wherever you are, I hope you are happy, safe, and healthy. I will see you in next week. And remember, you are beautiful. Bye, guys. Bye.